1: The driver's
2: seat. It's
3: McLaren
4: and Ricciardo that win the Italian Grand Prix. Start the celebrations for
1: McLaren. Live from the Star Casino on the Gold Coast, this is The Driver's Seat with Matt Mckeldon and Stephen Johnson for Kubota, shaping and building Australia together.
0: And welcome to The Driver's Seat, wherever you are listening around this big brown land. I'll tell you where I am. I'm in the HQ in Melbourne. However, if we uh, head upwards, up north, to the land of, uh, what is it, mangoes and pineapples, or is that just Townsville? The
2: land of pineapples and palm trees, my friend. (laughs) Uh, And the first time since 2019, we are live, loud and proud on the Gold Coast for the the Boost Mobile Gold Coast 500, and it could not have come soon enough. Boys, I reckon this has always has been and always will be one of the great races on our calendar because not only what it does from a motorsport perspective, but what it does for this town. I would have put five bucks on you saying Golco 600, but you actually did well and you got all right. No, yeah, yeah, no, I've got the 500. There's no uh, Clipsal Adelaide 500 things here, mate. (laughs) She's 500, not 600.
0: (laughs) It it was very, very hard to sort of shake the old, uh, because let's face it, it's been the Golco, how long has it been the Golco 600, Stevie?
5: Oh, as long as I've been racing, since Indi- almost. Well,
2: since IndyCar left?
5: Since IndyCar left, exactly. Yeah. Since, uh, obviously, the IndyCar left, and I think there was maybe only a year, Matty, or if that, before the track changed. Yep. And then it was basically the Gold Coast 600 from that point on.
2: Yeah, so it's been around, Nimsy, and uh, I was watching some footage today on, on the on the interweb. Some of the biggest crashes around this place has been super, super spectacular. Lots of money spent. Uh, repairing cars here. Some by your team. Fabian Coulthard a couple of years ago. <laughs> Scotty, McLaughlin? Had, Scotty McLaughlin sent a, a shock absorber up onto the fourth floor of a hotel room, I think it was. So, Chazzy, Chazzy Mostard um,
0: also had a bit of a bingle in 2019 as well.
2: Yep. Chazzy had a, had one there. Um, I think this is actually one had track I haven't had. had. Well, I haven't had one. Yeah, I saw you had one. I've had a few. I think one of the Kelly's hit you coming out Into of the ball, yeah, out with somebody else. Oh, thank you. Uh, this is not one place that I have gone into the wall. So I'm very very happy about that. No you money raced spent here, here yet, have you? No, I have raced here. <laughs> thank you. Voice from the silent voice from the right hand side. Yes, <laughs> I have raced here. As we and welcome, I we didn't have an accident.
0: As we welcome our array of special guests for the evening, the one and only Malcolm Owens joins us as well. Hello Malcolm, welcome. Good evening. Good evening. And uh, we we also have to mention, too, we had to get an absolute superstar to join us on the uh, program. If we're going to do our live broadcast from the Gold Coast, ahead of the Gold Coast, 500. I was about to say 600. I've got to do a formal introduction for this great man, because uh, you know what? Let's just get straight to the intro. Burkett to the top with a 12-2. Well done, Nick Burkett and everybody at Brad Jones Racing. It's not often that you get Mark uh, Markscape on the limiter, but in that occasion, <laughs> you certainly did. A Brad Jones lockout uh, in Townsville uh, a couple of years back, uh, which was a bit of fun, but that is the great man. He's joined us on the panel live and in living colour, the one and only Brad Jones.
3: Thank you. <laughs> I used to get him
2: on the limiter a little bit more when I was driving. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I bought my family tonight. The massive audience here at uh, at Star City have yeah. just gone, well, well, hey, Brad, that was a, an intro done by... Nimsy, there. Lots and lots of highlights. Um, but I, I was watching Bathus, the Bathus 1000 recently, and we'll go into what happened there. It wasn't great for your team. There was quite a bit of crash damage. The, the, I suppose one of the things I want to check with you is when you were going through that and you know what the final two rounds of the year are, as in <laughs> a street race here on the Gold Coast followed street, boy, a street race. race in Adelaide. Did you just yeah. go into the corner, into the fetal position and go, my goodness, the, uh, the damage bill this year has been absolutely astronomical. I just
3: went and got a ball, pain hammer and smacked myself on the side of the head. With... <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, you, you know, it's, you go home and you look
3: at all the damage and then you go, well, you know, I've got the next one and then you think, well, it's a street race <laughs> at, at the Gold Coast and then Adelaide's after that. So, look, I don't know. We'll see how we go. We've had a pretty rough Year With accident damage, but on the other side of that we 've had a really successful year in lots of ways so it's um, you know it 's full up and da- ups and downs but i 'm actually really looking forward to coming back up here and doing this race. i think uh, I like the idea that it 's a single driver race, and i 'm um, and hoping our cars will be really strong here well you've had um,
5: i guess the big story is Andre and just how he 's fitted into the team how you know I guess you probably didn 't realize and a lot of us didn 't um, just what sort of a leader he is, you know what I mean? And he's yeah. done a f- fantastic job for you guys this year. 2010,
3: oh, and off the track. Was a, 2010 was the first race up here, by the way. Oh, there you go. Oh, Thank oh, you. There yeah. you go. And On the Googles. I was, yeah. was yeah. going to
5: say that. I was going to say we have a, a special guest coming up that probably will be able to <laughs> yeah. let, let us
3: know. Um, yeah, i raced here a bit before. I've raced some really weird things up here. I mean, we'll get back to Andre. But the NASCAR was a big thing for me, racing oh, yes. the NASCAR up here. And, and I, I remember when my brother went, uh, and I went over to the States and we bought that car, paid $80,000 to win the race here and, and we'd done everything but mortgage his house to buy that <laughs> race car and we needed 40000 of that money to repay a loan To and i like almost like, is it sweet? We'll win that race, we'll get the 80K, we'll pay all the money back that we owe and I remember we blew an engine in that thing in practice. We were really fast. We were like top top two but blew an engine and, and uh, it was twenty grand, and so... Um, I could rent one from a guy um, from America for $10,000. And so I went to to our sponsor, which was Castrol at the time, and I said, look, you know, to get an engine for that thing is twenty grand for the weekend. We'll split you.
1: We'll pay half.
3: And you pay the other half. And he looked at me and he went, "Uh, I'll give you five. And I'm like, okay, better than nothing. (laughs) So so then we started the race and I was stone motherless last. And I had to get to um, 15th. To, to earn the other five grand uh, to pay pay for the engine. <laughs> and it started to rain, and I was the last car. And wow. I was on the radio to my brother going saying to him, tell them to start, tell them to start. <laughs> it's going to rain. They'll cancel the race. And he's like, dude, you're at the back. They don't care what you think. It doesn't <laughs> <Yeah>. matter. <laughs> and, then, and then the race started. It started to sprinkle on the windscreen, and, and I got up to 16th. By the time we got to the... Um, not the chicanes, but, you know, that left, right, on the back, back straight. straight yep. Man, I was passing cars everywhere. And I, I got on the radio to Kim and I went, okay, what is 16th Bay? Because I didn't look that far down. <laughs> not, yeah, it was crazy. But anyway, getting back to Andre, he's, he's fitting in really, really well. He drove for me um, to fill in for Walsh. Walsh am went sure when he um, had that big crash at Phillip Island. and, and Turned up, the Brabham
2: into an aeroplane. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he, he was on fire up here. He was faster than most of the, the lead drivers. And you might remember... He, he ended up with, like, a 15-second lead in the wet. And when he came in to put Sladey in the car, the air jack punched a hole in the tarmac. In the tarmac, that's and right. And we couldn't get the wheel on the car. And they, they dropped back to third. And then Sladey finished third. It was just like, man, it was just like, I, I got the ball paint hammer again and went and banged myself again. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, you know, he had a... And so, honestly, since that day, I always kept an eye on him. I'd spoken to him a couple of times in the past about joining the team, but he's exceeded all my expectations. He's, he fits well. He's a fantastic leader. He's got an amazing work ethic and, uh, and a long-term deal with us, and he'll be with me for a long time,
4: I hope. Last week, the boys were talking about Bathurst, and obviously yeah, a little, little bit expensive for you, but um, one of the questions that came up was about the um, co-drivers starting the race. What, what I thought you'd have a pretty strong view on that. What's do you think it should be that that the main drivers have to start, or are you happy with uh, that's whoever? That's a really,
3: that's a really good question, Malcolm. I think when the conditions, it, it's so much strategy goes into starting co-drivers. So you, you know, it's nice they don't just wake up one day and go, "I think this might be a good idea." We spend hours, like five hours, going through strategy, all different options, and. I have a very short concentration span, so get, um, by the end of it, I'm bouncing off the walls. So I get that you have to have options, but I think when conditions are bad, like they were at Bathurst, then I think you should start main. You know, there was enough stuff going on. You know, like, uh, Jamie Wincup when's the last time you saw him spinning like yeah. a top down the road? Crazy. So, so you know, they're they're, they're just... You know, I just let's be fair.
5: If that was anybody else, I would have been out of the race. But for some reason, oh, he missed everything.
3: I, I don't reckon he had a lot of choice. In that. Back to the <laughs> and kept I going. was thinking, he, one, he'd be in the middle of the pack, and yep. it's like, I'm not used to this. What am I doing here? Yep. And two, spinning like a top like that, he'd be
2: like, "Man, who are these people? <laughs> and what just happened to me?" <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, and what we, what Malcolm just asked is is a really poignant question because it seems to be discussion up and down yeah. pit lane. And as the calendar. We were hoping that the calendar for, for 2023 was going to be announced this week. Yep. Hasn't been. There seems to no. still be some negotiations going on between New Zealand, the Hampton Downs round, yep. uh, um, Taylor Bend as well. One thing that we are hearing, though, and we're going to cover it off a little bit more in the show on the, on the calendar talk, is that Sandown is going to come back. It may come back in August and will be a two-driver race, giving think- these co-drivers a chance to get some miles.
3: Yeah. I look, I think Sandown. I, I, you know, honestly, I'd like to see Sandown like an nine man event, just a one driver. You know, I mean, it's hard with the Coes. They get under a lot of pressure. They're they're forced to start the race. The networks don't like that because no one's starting the race that that the fans know. So for me, I think the 500 will probably come back. If that's going to be the end of Sandown, it'll be like you know. It should still be a retro round, in my opinion, as Agreed. well. But totally it, agree. But it needs something to make it a little bit special. So um, I think if it's the last year or one of the last two years, yeah, there's a good chance it'll, it'll come back. And, and currently, if it does, it'll be a, uh, a two-driver race. But, you know, it's still not a lot. You know, it's, it's, it's not a lot of practice for me. I just think if conditions are tricky, it's 1,000 Ks, start your main. If it's, if it's a normal year... Because uh, let me tell you, everyone now will start their main every year. Of course. Because it's how you get your main driver in on lap 90-something if there's a safety car, so you don't end up like McLaughlin was a couple of years ago when Slady had to go up against the mains and he wasn't in the car. Yeah. He didn't do enough laps. So it's, it's you know, everyone's going to maximise the rules,
4: and, and so the only way you can change it is change the rule. Is it a team principal, team owner thing that you... Possibly don't want some junior burgers in the car because there's more opportunity for damage. But yeah, that's part of it. You just you just want to, you know... It's, I used to always say to
3: my drivers, get us the lap 100 and then we'll get you home. And But nowadays, it's hard to pass. Like, Steve will remember back in the days, you could actually slide down the inside of someone, you know, outbreak them, pass them. But it's it's just really hard to pass someone on the track now. It's gone from half a dozen opportunities to one or two places. Passing on the wet grass. Yeah, or passing on the wet grass. <laughs> Van Gisbergen so, style. Yeah, <laughs> so you just... You, so now you try and strategise and get a, get your main in, get the pace at the end, and then try and try not short fill that fuel until you get to those last three stints so you have opportunity with your main. And that's, but, and that's with... The cars that you've currently
5: got now that uh, are yeah. basically engineered to the nth degree. Now we've had some. Yep. Do you think that'll change a little bit next year with think, Gen 3? I, th-
3: I think it will change a little bit. Um, it'll be interesting if if the cars, when they run close in close proximity, still heat up the front tyres so much that that it affects them, then it won't change a lot. Yeah. But if if the, you know the the new compounds come out and the cars are less dependent on tyre grip. And has got mechanical grip, then
4: yeah, I think it'll it'll it, it for sure will change things around a little bit. We've seen the big dick in a Gen Three. What about you, Brad? You're going to get a bit out of <laughs> the steer. <laughs>
0: yeah, Good segue, Mal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. I, I certainly wondered where that was going.
0: <laughs> um, you can text in oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen is the number if you want to get in on the open line. Get in. Uh, we've got a couple of texts that have flooded. is that front? Do we hear Frank there? Frank and fucking uh, yeah. I think he is. Keep your ticks messages coming in. Oh, Good to yeah, hear yes, him Frank. listening on, uh, on you, SENZ. He's probably missing uh, <laughs> Greg Murphy at the moment. But um, uh, <laughs> here's one from Rob. I think the Bathurst start conversation has gotten out of hand. What happened this year was out of the ordinary due to the track conditions after Turn 1. Uh, now, if it, I was a driver on the inside line out of Turn 1 this year, of course, we'd only leave enough racing room to force the cars on the outsides of the water to gain an advantage up Mountain Straight. That's racing. Uh, two more texts that have come in. G'day, boys. It's Mitchell from Radcliffe. The GC 500 is going to be wicked, but I'm counting down to the days for the resurrection of the Rattelade 500. Cannot come soon enough. P.S. The ex-wife from Kempsey reckons I'm a dumbass for previously <laughs> mentioning her. Obviously, she's not doing well.
2: Thanks, <laughs> I remember, Mitchell. I remember him. <laughs> what was his name? Mitchell. That was Mitch. Good on you, Mitch. I hope the, uh, <laughs> the ex-cheese and kisses is treating you well. You get to see your kids. <laughs> Probably best not to mention her on air on national radio.
0: Yeah, uh, one more, one more from uh, Mark in Merigam. This is a big F to supercars. 12 events for Premier Australian Racing is a joke. Dropping fan favourite and well-attended events like Winton, starting the calendar in March and finishing the first week into December, makes the gaps way too big between rounds for 12 events. It should be no more than three weeks apart. Look at Indy. More events. They start mid-April and finish late September. Keep the momentum rolling. Eyeballs always watching. New owners of supercars going backwards. It's a bloody disgrace. And uh, Brad in Sydney. This is a toaster. <laughs> no. You're not wrong. How
4: many cars do you need? Um, one,
0: one more. One more here from Brad in Sydney. I uh, wonder when Scotty Mack is officially in the country and how triggered do you think Reynolds will be as a result? Put, put your hard earned on a bottom ten result for the Adelaide 500? Question mark. Uh, uh, let's no.
2: go. I, we won't see him in a supercar, Bradley. The man has arrived. He what? is here, uh, and he's going to be here on the Gold Coast this weekend. Picked up some new wheels, but from GM, I believe.
0: Uh, but I do want to quickly uh, um, chat um, to Brad about the Brad Jones, not Brad in Sydney. Um, <laughs> talking about the calendar, uh, Brad. As a team owner, w- do you like the gaps between the calendar? Do you do you think that that's a good thing? Would you like Would you like uh, a bit more consistency, or does it? Does it put more pressure, to, I mean, especially for you guys, to get all the cars and everyone back up to Albury and try and balance that workshop life and home life sort of thing?
3: Um, look, you know, I'm a racer, and, and if I had my choice, I'd be racing. Look, if I'm not racing, I'm usually watching it on television. The, the, but it's, it's difficult. Supercars supply us with a certain amount of money to go racing, and, and no matter how many races, we don't get any more money if we do any more races. We're contracted to do 12. It's really expensive we have to get the sponsorship to run the cars if it didn't cost us anything then yeah we'd we'd race more often but you know it's that fine line between trying to find the money get the sponsors make them commit to another race it's it's just not easy and and uh you know we've we've had 16 races and we've had 12 and when we had more races there was more teams going broke yeah and it's unfortunate fact of life really so um, would I like more than 12? I mean, we had 13 this year. It wasn't really a problem. So it's just a numbers game. It's like any business. It doesn't matter what you're selling. And um, um, right now we're, we're contracted to do 12. And um, and there's a commitment for them to supply us to do any more. And if they want us to do more, then then there's a mechanism there. But they need to be able to run the event, make enough money yeah, to pay us and do the things they, they need to, be to do. It's got to be sustainable. Yeah, it's got to be sustainable. The funny
5: thing is, though, that... Uh you look at the calendar and both the tracks that all the teams test at aren't even on the calendar.
3: No, and it's, it's, it's a bit frustrating, yeah. to be honest. But it's, you know, I guess it's a sign of the times. We went through the pandemic, we tightened everything up and, and getting out the other side of that now, things are starting to get back to normal. But, you know, it still costs a lot to go car racing and, and with the new owners, there's some mechanisms in there and it costs them a certain amount of money for us to go racing
4: uh, Brad, I've got a question for you on... Sorry, I've got a question for you about sponsorship. Um, so I know you, you love money. I love uh, money.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> so in, in There's the, no in cash the media,
3: here. Here, there's no cash. Exactly. No cash. I, I, I s- love that. I say that a lot to you, don't here, I, Brad? there's no cash.
4: <laughs> so in, in the media... I'll put that on my tombstone. <laughs> in, in the media at the moment, we've got sponsorships where the players netball cricket of saying, oh, I don't agree with the sponsor and so I'm not going to play with that brand on. So I was just sort of wondering what would happen if one of your drivers came and go, well, I'm not getting in that race car because (laughs) I don't agree with that brand. We'd we'd sort that out pretty quickly. I don't
3: think that would be an issue for very long at all. He'd clearly be driving someone else's car.
0: (laughs) With his own money. Yeah,
4: Do you you think this kind of um, stuff is going to permeate further through... um, Motorsport. I mean, it's touching on uh, it's touching in F1 at the moment with some of the stuff that Lewis does in particular.
3: Yeah, I don't, I don't. I mean, you you get paid a lot of money to go and do a job, drive a race car, and if you don't agree with the people that support that, then you shouldn't drive it and you shouldn't be there. But if you're willing to take their money, then you should be willing to do what's required by that sponsor. That's that's how it works. Well, it'd be
5: in the, it'd be in your contract. It'd be in the netball contract. It'd be in everything that. If you're going to play with us or drive for us, that you know you can't, you know you can't have a personal sponsor that conflicts with any of your no, sponsors. No, you can't now. I mean,
3: exactly right. And and, and honestly, it's 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 a little like um, getting paid and turning up, in my opinion, and not not working. I mean, you you yeah. you and all this stuff should be sorted out well before it gets into the public eye. I mean, this is I'd be surprised if if it wasn't discussed a lot more. I mean, I was quite shocked when I saw all that stuff coming out. And it's it's a sad state of affairs that it's getting to that in any sport. You know, mm-hmm. I'm sure um, that will affect... Um, Netball a lot. That's a that was that's a serious amount. Of money. Did you
5: give Gina a call and ask for that fifteen million that she <laughs> <don't>, just withdrew?
3: <laughs> that was my first thought. I don't have a, I don't have a mobile number. I sent her an Instagram message. Uh,
2: it's interesting. Yes, I'm not
3: on social media, so I don't.
2: In our in our audience here today is someone who is highly connected with Netball Australia. I'm not going to. Uh, I won't name her because it's polit- It's rather political, but. Um, I actually, I am, gonna, I am going to grab her at some stage and uh, try and get some kind of background onto what was going on there because it is a really big thing and you know it's it's very open that Malcolm sponsors me, sponsors Stevie J, sponsors this show. We're very, very acutely aware of, of partnerships and what and you have to do and, and branding to, to make sure that you're able to do it. As I know,
3: yeah, as
2: I know you are, Brad. So it was
0: interesting to watch all of that. Um, Nimsy, you've got some text messages. Down there coming through? I certainly do. And also I would if I ever see Andre Heimgartner driving a Pizza Hut car, I'll know that Brad's had a chat with him. Um <laughs> 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 uh, but, <laughs> After hours job. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen is the number if you'd like to get involved. Brad's sent another one through. Uh, hi, guys. wonder Wonder if T8 uh, get more rookie test days next year as the rookie period lasts two years. Hoping I'm wrong on that one. If correct, though, <laughs> how convenient, and would that have been a part of their thought process given the intro of Gen 3? Thanks again. And one more. This one's uh, directly for Brad Jones from Zach in Canberra want to get your thoughts uh, whether or not it feels like the supercars world is back to normal now with the GC500 and the Adelaide 500 um, returning.
3: I certainly feel like it's getting closer. Um, you know, I, mind you, when you get on an aeroplane now and you, don't, and you don't have to um, put a mask on, you, you feel like things are really back to normal. But supercars, you know, we're getting record crowds at a lot of events, which is great. We're getting crazy, crazy amount of people. Watching Bathurst this year, that was, you know, a record. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I think we're getting back to normal. And, and a lot of our fans haven't been able to get to us. So we're seeing great crowd numbers. And we're very interactive as a sport with our supporters. So we're getting great numbers to um, to come and attend the, the, and chat to us.
2: Uh, I, there's a feeling that I get, I, I know you're not on social media, Brad, but... That text that Nimsy read out before—I can't remember who it was from—but that was a pretty heavy drive-by shooting of, of uh, supercars there. Less teams, this, that, and the other thing. Um, give because you're on boards, you're involved, you're you're oh, used there. You used to be. Um, give us your view of where supercars is at, and I know you've got to try and play the, the, the political game in many ways because, of course, you're out there. Selling your team to anyone, so the health of the sport's got to be fantastic. But our fans, the people that we read on online, genuine. There is a, a part of our fan base that thinks that supercars is in all matter of strife. Well, I don't agree with it. No, but, but, so, so you're on the inside. Yeah. Give us the synopsis. Where is supercars at? Genuinely. When, when the pandemic hit, like
3: a lot of businesses and sports, we were in a fair bit of trouble, mm. and there's no, no denying that. And, but we managed to get our races away and, um, with, and without fans, uh, but always with great coverage on, on, uh, on the networks with Fox and Seven. Um, as far as the business goes, Gen 3 is very, very late and very difficult. But honestly, the business is in a very healthy position. We've got new owners. We went through this cycle once before when Archer bought into the business. It takes them a while to get their feet under the desk and understand the business. But fundamentally, the same people are actually running the business. Shane Howard's leading a group of people that have been with us for a long time, and they're doing an excellent job. So um, I would say, you know, those that that are saying supercars in a lot of trouble, it's coming into a very... They're they're wrong. And it's coming into a very exciting time for us. We're going to have, you know... Um, Mustangs and Camaros. Reminds me of when I was a kid and we had um, had all those, you know, 68 Camaros and Moffat in the Mustang. Yeah, It's that sort of feel about it. So I, I think we're in a pretty good place, to be honest. And I can see how you would look at it and think, wow, it's, it's, it's sort of struggling. They're not Australian-made cars, but the cars sound good. They look good. Sure, we're late with them. Um, a lot of work to be done, but we're in a good place.
0: Oh, I, I heartily agree there because you just got to look at the number. I mean, Bathurst this year outrated both the AFL and the NRL Grand Finals. And I don't know the last time you could say that wow. has happened for our sport. But, uh, Brad, don't go anywhere because we're going to take a quick pause for the course and be back with more. I can see through my little video link that uh, you guys have got a little delivery. Yeah, we got...
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, That's you know a <laughs> we'll, we'll give you... A...
2: We'll give you a bit of time. and Bradley, um, probably don't ask if there's tomato sauce while the yeah. mics are on, my friend. I is. thought we were going to a break. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we, we will be.
4: <laughs> we should get sushi, Carol.
3: Back with more. At least you <laughs> know it's live. <laughs> Back with more right after this on The Driver's Seat. There's no money here.
1: <laughs> live from the Star Casino on the Gold Coast, this is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Kaboda, shaping and building Australia together.
0: Yeah, and it is great to have your company this evening right across Australia and live from the Star Casino on the Gold Coast. Uh, had a lot of wins at uh, the old Jupiters back in the day. Uh, oh, did you? Some even on the gaming floor. Hey! hey. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I think I know a few people that have
2: had a couple of wins in the old Star. Hey, Nimsy, got to say... Got to say, very pleased to be here at Star and also to be outfitted by our good friends at Reston Wingers. Wingers? What? Ringers Western. Western. That was like a full... Thanks very, very Max Muchley moment there. Right, it's Ringer's Western. Dickhead. There you <laughs> yeah, go. Exactly. So Ringer's Western, big thank you to them for outfitting Stevie J Hey, hey, I. they're at the
5: track this week and they've got a big transporter at the track.
2: What a lovely segue, Steve Johnson. They have. They have. Big, on, like a big store in the, in the, uh, yeah. in the transporter. It's very so really that, cool. That's going to be very cool. So if you are going to... Uh, the Boost at Mobile five, Gold Coast 500 this weekend. Make sure you drop past Ringers West and have a look at a bunch of their stuff. They outfit all of us here at SEN, including our fifth producer, Woogie, who has just showed up because he heard that there was free just, drinks and food. He just showed up with his 5XL so, five, five on, he did. Thanks, Jace. Yeah, yeah thanks, I didn't realise that uh, Ringers West went up to 5 or 6XL. Mate, that looks really sharp on you. There you go. Well, mate, me, I'm a, I'm a double all day long. Um, Bradley, Welcome to the wing um, <laughs> Bradley, I want to talk to you about Gen 3 and I want to talk to you about what you're going to be doing with your current cars as well, because Gen 3 coming in next year, uh, Dunlop Series has obviously ruled that it can only be current as in 2022 spec cars in the Mustang and the ZB. You've got a flotilla of cars um, in your garages. We know that collectors have bought others and bits and pieces, but what's Bradley Jones going to do with his Dunlop Series cars next year?
3: Well, we turned one into a pretzel at Talon Bend. <laughs> oh, I guess you did too, <laughs> so, didn't then, then we go from five to four. <laughs> yeah, um, that's but four. I actually got a new chassis. We're going to build that car back up. Yep. I've sold one to the UK Yeah, right. and um, I've got a, a guy in New Zealand who's looking at another one. In fact, they're both the same car, which is very <laughs> difficult. Um,
2: it's like your wife and your girlfriend. Yeah, There's exactly. never any problem until yeah. they meet.
3: Yeah, that's always a problem.
2: I think it's
5: Andres' car. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> so yeah, the current one, not the one that was uh, damaged. So um, I'm going to run one or two in Super Two, and the other ones, uh, honestly, I wasn't in a rush to sell them because. I'd like to have a couple of Gen 3 cars actually built <laughs> before I get rid <laughs> yeah. of my old cars. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, right that's interesting that you say that.: Well, I don't, I don't think that we'll run them now, but there was a point in time where I wasn't 100 percent sure, so yeah 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 and, and uh, honestly, it was interesting you got a, a question there about the rookie days. I think you'll find that um, the rookie rules will be a little bit different next year Okay. All right, so hey, we're Jet at- Johnson's looking for a super two gig.
5: Oh is he? He's yeah, oh, there you go. Has
2: his old man got enough money?
5: Well, well, his old man doesn't, but he's—I he, think he might be all right.
2: So, we'll oh, see, we'll there see you go. We'll see what. Who jet's going to be all right or the big dick's going to be all right? <laughs> no, no, not big. Dick. I pay no, no, cash, cash Jet now. Will be all right. You pay
5: cash. <laughs> pay cash. Will you pay cash. The pay Johnson cash. team pay cash. Well, you know, the Johnson sponsors will pay cash. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, all right. So you're going to run them next year? A couple? And you've well, I run got one, one at least, least,
3: but maybe two. There's a lot of interest around, which is good. Um, but there's going to be. Uh, it's so hard to know what the new cars are going to be like. So, you know, you, you've got to be careful that you don't over-commit. So um But, yeah, but I'll, I'll, certainly I'm one of the few people that will have a couple in, in the shed.
2: I, I don't... It's a hard question. It's actually a rude question to ask, but I'm... Racked, but you'll do it anyway. I'm going to do it anyway. I'm racked with interest on this. What does... And you can't go into exact dollars, I totally get, but what does, in this market of supply and demand when it comes to ZB Commodores and Mustangs... What does the car run? I mean, what are worth? they, yeah, what are well, it they depends, worth? Yeah, well, depends.
3: Depends which one you've got. So, if you believe the stories about what the Triple Eight cars have been selling for, you know they're worth a lot. Yeah. So, a million? No, nah, I don't. Well, no, I'm well,
5: not they hearing might, that much. They might have bought it, bought it previously, and then now that, like, say Shane's car, Pete Zibra owns. Yeah. Now that what well, he what, owns, that's, he owns nearly every
3: Triple Eight ZB. Wow. Yeah. Right. So on. you know, I don't know, five, six, seven hundred. Mm.
2: Which is not that far from what I thought a build cost was of one of those, about six hundred as well.
3: Yeah, and and probably a little less. Than what the build cost is of the new car.
2: Yeah. How do you feel about that? Yeah. Given that Gen Three was sold to you, me, and everyone else it was going to be cost containment, thirty percent cheaper.
3: That's what thirty percent cheaper.
2: Me. They were the words from uh, yeah. one M I think. It that's far. True. Uh,
3: you know, I'm, I I don't <laughs> think it's his fault that the price is blown out, but it's certainly someone's fault. Well, I'm going to blame him. Um, so got to blame someone. Well, Stevie he, J loves blaming he, him. him. Yeah. Or, or team he wasn't, was, he, he, wasn't, <laughs> yeah, he wasn't. quite, quite <laughs> active enough. But oh, look, I, I, they just. I, you know, I'm frustrated, but I get it. And so, um, um, you know, like the new steering rack is nine grand. So, so, um, I think we paid five and a half for the current one, and that's too much. So, but at this point, when there's no time. Um, you've just got to do whatever you need to do to get the cars out there, which is what we're all going to do. So how many Um,
4: Gen 3 cars are you building? Just the four? Four
3: to start with and then I'll slowly build another one over the year. Because ultimately, depending on what they do with the wild card rules, uh, I'd like to do a bit of that, I think, in the future. If these cars, if you can really um, without, without doing development, if you really aren't spending quite as much money on them with development, which I'm not sure it'll be like that, but if there's an opportunity then you know I like I like the idea of being able to help young guys so if we can have a wildcard car and put Jordan in for a couple of races in a season or something like that, then then um, I'd like to do that. We by design have a very young group of drivers and um, and and it's it's working quite well for us, so you need to always keep your eye on the next one.
4: Mm. Is there economy as scale of building four?
3: No, um, it doesn't make any <laughs> difference with, uh, no. with the build of the cars. Mm-hmm. Um, it does with the people that, that run them, which is the reason I run four cars, because I can't get the money that, that someone like 888 do to run one car. So I run four, have the same sort of amount of people, and, yeah, sure, they work a lot harder, but it's how I, it's how I survive.
0: 0433 98 11 16 is the number if you want to get in touch. Uh, from David Melton, really disappointed that Winton isn't going to get around this year. It's the one round I look forward to every year. Love camping there. It's the annual trip for a big group of friends. Uh, Pete and Cranburn says, Brad, are you ever amazed at how many of your team supercars have survived through the years? P.S. The Falcons were my absolute favourites, of course, and a lot of thumbs up emojis. And uh, one from Rob in Brisbane. Guys, huge fan of Brad Jones. So awesome to hear him spilling the facts of supercars. Want to know Brad's thoughts on how tragic the Friday schedule is at a 500 kilometre or three-day race meeting. Expecting punters to travel for an extra day and pay more hard-earned to watch two 30-minute pracky sessions is frankly a little bland. Why not like Bathurst and Clipsal two decent sized practice sessions on the Friday with quality session to flow into the 6pm news on Saturday throwing a quick warm up session and a top 10 shootout Uh, would think that would actually might make Friday a day you'd want to attend
3: well that's actually a really good point so I can explain that to you a little bit because I've been on both sides of it for us as a group, you know, team owners, two-day events are much better. They're, active, you know, people turn up. There's lots of supercars going on over two days, and we go home. But uh, a lot of the circuit promoters um, want three-day events because they want the ability to get the extra people there on the extra days. And and so what happens is it costs us more money as well. So we have to pay more accommodation. We we have more food. You know, it's it's, it's very expensive. So. We're slowly migrating, unfortunately, back to three-day events and the teams want to just do running late on Friday because we can still fly people in on Friday morning and save a little bit of money on accommodation, food, etc. So, um, you know, Adelaide, we didn't get a choice. They wanted to run the same sort of format they did the year that it was stopped and that was have a run on Thursday. So, you know, we spent a lot of time sitting around when, when we could be shortening up the program, but I get it. They want to see to get the people in the gate. So it's, you know, it's, it's very hard, but I, I feel your pain because I go through it at my
2: end as well. Uh, I want to ask you, I'm going to pull out the blowtorch, Nimsy, uh, and I'm going to put it directly between your eyeballs, Bradley Jones. Last week... we
3: why,
1: me? Last week.
3: I reckon I, that's what I, you're I like saying that. after Bathurst. <laughs> yeah, I like the money one. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, we had Bryce Forward on the show last yeah. week from MIDI's Electrical Racing. Are we going to see you next year? Are we going to see you in the MIDI's Electrical Commodore? And he went, "Oh, um, oh, uh, um, I think so." So, uh, <laughs> interestingly, uh, let me know. I shouldn't, uh, I
3: shouldn't laugh because <laughs> you know he probably felt a lot of pressure, and there is pressure. Sure, Look, I, I think he's going to be back in the car. It's really hard. You, what, what you see a lot of young guys. You know, I think Bryce, you know, he was a very talented driver. I used to watch him a lot as a go-karter, and, and I think he came to our team and he's found the car very different to drive to what he was used to at Walkinshaw's. Um, and it's taken him a while to get used to it. He's got a very experienced engineer, and, and you know, Bathurst was good for him, but he's had a tough year. But, uh, you know, he deserves more of a chance than he's had, and I really rate him and think he's very
2: talented, and, you know, I'm very confident he'll be back with us next year. I know they put a lot of effort... Into their sponsorship, uh, the Minis Electrical guys, because we were there with you, Malcolm, and, up in Darwin there, and and the whole uh, the whole corporate box is all dressed in pink and blue, and you know they had, they 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 really worked their sponsorship, don't they? Yeah, yeah. really strong, yeah. Mm. So you know, let's hope that the yellow is back in um, next year because I, I, uh, I think if you went to the TAB
3: and put a bit of money on that, you'd be pretty safe.
2: <laughs> right, eh? There you go. Good so year. launching a couple of exclusives here on the driver's seat, live from the Star Casino on the Gold Coast for the Boost Mobile Gold Coast 500. Um, mate, we're going to let you go fairly soon. Um, if, if there's any questions that you want to fire through on the text message, make sure you do that uh, because I know you've got a... You've got a dinner or something you've got to go to as well? Is that right? Yeah, we, just back to the team? We, we just, just ate it. We've just got... Yeah, just, he just, just ate did it. Did you not see
3: me devour <laughs> that bowl of chips? Like we've, With we've, the tomato uh, sauce? I'm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> have you
2: seen the size of the panel that you're sitting beside? <laughs> uh, a bowl of chips uh, is oh, a pre-dinner, <laughs> something you eat, <laughs> yeah. then you go and have dinner. Well, before, made him feel good about himself. Before <laughs> we let uh,
0: before we let Bradley go, we'll quickly get to two texts here. First one says, First time text, a long-time listener. Uh, always got a laugh out of you guys. Matt, normally up kumara but tonight the starkest. So, Matthew, if you're around, come say g'day. Oh, Matty. Uh, come up to the table, mate. Say day.
2: Hey, there he is. Maddie's just over there. He's hey, thrown the thumbs up. Good you, on Gary. you, legend. He also Thank wanted... you for
0: coming through, mate. He
2: also requested this.
0: Coronavirus!
2: Hey, uh. <laughs> 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 Matty, that's been a long time since we heard the coronavirus. Thank goodness it's been a long time since we heard it has the been. coronavirus. So, you could have almost thrown in the nice one, Gary, there too. We haven't heard <laughs> oh, that for a while. I love that one. No, well, we're gonna. T- there we go, <laughs> for our mate Gary Jacobson. I, look, I haven't been able to get into contact. What, what happened to him? Well, that's kind of what we want to know. Because uh, we're a little bit concerned because well, we'll, Gary Jacobson has we'll, not we'll, surfaced. We'll get to that. He's driving a bus, isn't he? <laughs>
3: Nothing, oh,
5: Gary.
2: That's what they do. <laughs> we'll get. Yeah, I know. That's the family.
0: We'll, oh, no. We got to let uh, Brad go. So before we do, we'll just get this one question off the text line: 0433 98 16. Uh What's Brad's thoughts on Ellie Morrow's progress in Super Two this season, and is there a plan to potentially see her in the main game in the future?
2: Oh, that's nice of Ellie's mum and dad to text him. <laughs> I really like Ellie
3: a lot, and she's she's found it. Really, really tough going, and and the reason for that, I think, is, I mean, we we had a discussion at the start of the year, and I was much keener for her to run a Super Three car than a Super Two car. Yeah, and that's because there's quite a mix through that through that range, and and so you think about she stepped up after doing one or two races in a Super Three car, straight in a Super Two car. So, for her, the going has been quite tough, but she's very focused and very good, and um, and and. Uh, you know, I'd like her to continue on. So she's chatting at the moment about where she's going and what she's doing. She's having a bit of a rethink because she feels, I think she feels like she's struggling a bit. But the truth is anyone who's not raced anything that steps into Super 2 is going to find the gun yeah, pretty tough. absolutely. So so um, she's committed to racing. And I think she's going to, is she in an S5000 this
2: weekend or something? I think she's having a run up here. Who isn't in an S5000 this weekend? <laughs> yeah. Everyone's. Yeah. Must have, given them, must have been giving them away cheap, I reckon, rides yeah. at the Gold Coast. Well, You reckon? Oh. What, would it, what do you reckon it would cost for an arrive and drive in an S5000? And it's a great idea having, you know, overpowered, undertired, uh, open wheelers on the Gold Coast. That's not going to cause much damage. Oh, McKeldon, we've lost the left yeah. rear wheel. I, I, <laughs> Take it easy. Uh, <laughs> not a lot, I don't reckon. No, I don't no. reckon it was a lot either. I reckon it was pretty cheap, uh, Bradley. Before we let you go, quickly. No, you're right. Uh, what does a successful weekend look like to you guys this weekend? Four straight cars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think so. Look, I, I, I'm um, really
3: positive. I think that um, I think we're capable of running a couple of cars in the top ten here. Yeah. And uh, I, you know, my expectation on Andre is is we should be in there fighting. It's been a tough place for us to get a result in in recent years, but. You know, I feel like, um, you know, we've got some some momentum. Um, if you look at Bathurst and you look at the practice sessions, um, we, we had a tyre pressure issue in qualifying, and I feel like we qualified out of position with every single car. On On Thursday, we had three cars in the top 15. Um, on In qualifying, we had one car in 12. So um, we've got momentum. I think, I think we'll be fast here, to and, be honest. And do
5: you think this is going to be the longest race that... that anyone's ever done single driver race around the Gold Coast. It's going to be tough. It's going to be yeah, tough. but is them.
3: it going to be that tough, do you reckon, Stevie? <laughs> well,
5: it wouldn't have been for you and I, mate. But oh, yeah. No, you they're they're, the oh, they're not as tough. As, as You know, they're not built as tough now as what they used to you be. You natural today. athletes, Well, yeah. the
3: windows are stuck up, which they weren't in my day. <laughs> yeah. You could wind one down and <laughs> duck a little bit of air in.
2: Is it true on street races like the Adelaide 500, Stevie J, you didn't wear, like, cool suits or do any of that sort of stuff? No. No, no. Did you no, wear a cool no, but... suit when you did Adelaide 500? You know what? I, I,
3: towards the end, John Bow, who's got a great constitution and but not quite strong uh, when it comes to... <laughs> to, 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 to Careful. To, to fitness, maybe. Uh, so, Loves a durry. So, <laughs> used to love a durry. <laughs> so he he really ended up with this little chilli bin thing and, and, you know, it was the first of the cool boxes and we'd make a little radiator and... and um, in those days, yeah, then now they've got to run a percentage of water and a percentage of, of antifreeze in it. And I used to run 100% antifreeze. Ooh. So I used to set that sucker at about 16 below zero. <laughs> <laughs> and I can remember it rained at Sydney Mattersport Park in a race. And I was chattering so much, I was worried about chipping my teeth. <laughs> I need a mouth guard in. It's like freezing. And I couldn't get to the thing to turn, to it, turn it off. And I wanted to <laughs> unplug it. And now I'm like, well, it'll freeze up. And then will be like, we're in a plastic bag. So so it was you know, we had first world problems back in okay, the day. Clearly. <laughs> clearly.
4: Well
2: I, I wear one. Stevie J, you still do you not at all? Not now? No. Not way. even in your old really? age. I don't even wear a helmet air fan in my helmet. You know really? I, no. no.
3: no okay. John Bow, not wanting to throw him under a bus, he got this guy <laughs> to make this thing with a with a little hat and he he looked, I remember it was a he looked sh- ridiculous. He looked like a really poor person. <laughs> <laughs> and so he put this thing on with this little hat with all these things and he put his helmet on and he race and after they wore it for the first time he was coming when he came in. He's going, oh, I've got a brain freeze, like an ice cream and so he wouldn't he wouldn't wear the little hat again, which looked ridiculous. He looked like Cathy <laughs> Freeman. It's
5: like it's like
3: it's like you're wearing a hoodie. It's like
5: you're wearing a hoodie over your head, tight hoodie, vest, yeah. oh, with yeah, all the right. tubes that went
2: Not actually. Not good on
3: a fifty year old man, let me <laughs> no, do that too. No, that's
2: right, with a beard. Now yeah. I just understood the Cathy Freeman reference. Because <laughs> yeah. right up to then I was like, okay. How's no, that, yeah, it was, it was a little, yeah, yeah, the hat. I get you. Oh, well, very yeah. good. I wear one. It wasn't green, though. It was white. Right.
0: Yeah, it was white. The whole okay. thing was white. Yeah.
5: Right. With <laughs> veins in it.
2: Okay.
0: We're still talking about the cool suit, aren't we? (laughs) Yeah. Up to a point. Thank you, Bradley. Uh, Thank you, Bradley. Brad, it has been an incredible pleasure to have you on the panel for the evening. We'll let you go. You've been very generous with your time. Brad Jones, ladies and gentlemen, well done for that. Good luck this weekend.
3: Thank you. Thanks, Bradley. Thanks, guys.
0: And uh, we will take a quick pause for the cause. Uh, We are live at the Star on the Gold Coast here on the driver's seat and right across Australia on the SEA Network. We'll be back with more right after this.
1: Live from the Star Casino on the Gold Coast, this is the driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota, shaping and building Australia together.
0: And the crowd goes wild. I was about to say...
2: You get pretty good value for money on your renter crowd these days. Studio yeah, audience, yeah, well, yeah that done. Was
1: very good. Well done.
2: I'm um, a big thank you,
0: big thank you to Bradley Jones for jumping on board. Keep that applause going for young Bradley. <laughs> yes, that's what I like to say. He's a, he's
2: <laughs> a good egg, and he knows that I give him a bit of crap on radio. You so. don't have
5: to, you don't have to use the um, our fake audience button there, Nimsy. Yeah,
2: we've actually got an audience, so very good of Bradley to show up because I do give him a bit of an up and under, uh, an uppercut now and then uh, on the show about his team, but very. Good. And obviously, you're a pretty good mate to him, be Malcolm, because we're, we're on his car. Yeah, a lot.
4: yeah, he's a great guy. And um, friendship first, sponsorship second. When he rang me a couple of weeks ago, I said, is this call cool because you like me or because you want money? He's gone, oh, both. <laughs> yeah, well, he's pretty honest about that sort of stuff.
2: <laughs> hey, just quickly, I was just talking to Matt in the audience there. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about KIT. Remember Knight Rider mm. and KIT and that it stood for Knight Industries 2000? Matty, sure. was a, uh, Matty was at a Maddie was at a trivia night, and uh, what did Kit stand for in Night Rider? Came in. Did you win a, wheat, a meat tray, Maddie? No, no meat trays. Did you win any drink vouchers or anything? Nothing. You won absolutely nothing. Right, did, uh, did, you win big... the, did you win the trivia night? Second.
1: Oh, second. second.
2: Did you get like twenty-five bucks or something? May oh. uh, Mrs. Mack in the audience, can you just go and find out where that trivia night is because we won't be going there. We only go to places where you. Uh, actually get vouchers and drinks for winning trivia. Um, Speaking of learning things on the driver's whoa, seat. L- listen to the night Rider in the background there. And our, our Malteser in Melbourne is actually dancing in the studio. Good <laughs> on you, Nimsy.
0: <laughs> um, a couple of texts coming through. 0433 98 11 16 is our number. Keep your text messages coming in. 04 oh, double you, Frank. Th- 0433 98 11 16. Evening driver seat gurus in King Brad. First little Brad. Thanks for so many years of you and all your lads on tracks. What's the cost of a B double setup? Cheers, Hillstorm Hillary. Um, another Hillstorm one.
2: Hillstorm Hillary. That's right, eh? Uh, what would a B double cost, Stevie J? You're the one. You're the man in the know. For, for a supercar B double with tractor and and A and B trailer, uh,
5: you would think the trucks these days are seven hundred. Yeah, just for the prime. Just over. for the prime. You're talking. Six to seven, six 600, 700 for the B trailer, and probably about four fifty for an A trailer. So it's a multi-million-dollar bit of kit. Yeah, there
2: I've, you go. and I've, I didn't do well at math, so you worked that one out. <laughs> what did you say it was? It was six seven hundred. I can't remember what I said Hundred for the trailer, six hundred for the uh, B trailer, so that's one point three. And what did you say? Four for the B, uh, so six for the A trailer, four for the B trailer. Yeah. So that's one point seven. So, wow, there you go. Google it, mate. That's the that's that's sort of money Malcolm's on. You need, you need a wage like Malcolm Owens to afford uh, one more something off the, like that.
0: One more off the text line, 0433 98 11 16 is the number. Is Brad Jones having any thoughts of, rever- of reverting back to a... It's an AU Falcon! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's gone Malcolm
2: has he had any chats to you about returning to an AU Falcon
4: actually we're thinking about building a, a retro one for next year
2: really yeah an AU Falcon
4: actually Nimsy the
2: last AU Falcon that he uh,
5: had in his stable was upside down and we're times. building
4: an XD with Stevie too
2: oh yep. there you go yep. an XD and an AU hey speaking of AU's Nimsy boy might have a bit of, oh yeah Ooh. might have a little bit of an announcement coming up about the old uh, AU you boy. need to calm down I know I need to calm down, <laughs> but I can tell you, I think we may have an announcement about an what? AU Falcon. Mrs. Johnson's here. She, I haven't told her yet. You have Oh, oh, oh.
0: No. Oh, oh. Could you say to done yourself a mischief? <laughs>
2: you have done yourself a mischief, mate. So, Mrs. So, no, no, you've done it for me. I was keeping it a secret. <laughs> well, we, we'll, we, won't, we won't talk about it now, but we, we will talk about it in a little while. But yeah. all I can say is AU Falcon the number 17, and two silver foxes. Driving together in a 300-kilometre race. Exactly. Go to bed,
0: somewhere a... go, go to bed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Maybe somewhere around Winton. But anyway, we're going to talk a little bit more about that because it's a very special bit of kit, and uh, we're, we're going to see how we go. We will get to we're that. getting minute. heckled by the audience I just, here. I just, a got, a, I just got a double finger from my wife. Oh, so, did you?
0: Yeah. Right. Well, I blame all
1: this stuff on Stevie Johnson. He started this thing. <laughs>
2: you did. Well, maybe I did. I don't
0: know. <laughs> uh, 0433 98 1116 is the number if you would like to get in touch. We've got plenty to get through. We've got to talk about the Supercast calendar. We will do that in just a moment because uh, it is starting to take shape a little bit. Uh, AVL, Andrew Van Leeuwen is reporting that it is all but settled on a majority of the schedule. However, there is yep. likely to be a TBC for a September date. But you know what? We'll get into that in a little bit more detail in just a moment. We'll uh, we'll clear some of our broad. Broadcast commitments and get to it in just a moment here on the driver's seat. We are live from the star on the Gold Coast. Bree can yell at Steve uh, for about four minutes, 15 in this ad break. And uh, we'll be back with more.
2: <laughs> Thanks, mate.
0: <laughs> we need to get a coffee. You reckon
2: stars have got coffees here?
5: I need to, I need to get security to protect me. <laughs> from, <laughs> Mrs. Yes.
0: from Mrs. J. Mrs. <laughs> J. <laughs> oh, shit. Did I say shit? Sorry. <laughs> LACO. at Larco. is the number. <laughs> Text in if you'd like to have your say. We'll get back with more right after this.
1: Live from the Star Casino on the Gold Coast, this is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota, shaping and building Australia together.
0: And what a wonderful venue. That is the Star Casino in the Gold Coast. If you're up there, I heartily recommend it. Uh, I've spent a lot of time up there. Um, I also like the quick access to the tram lines that you have up there in the GC. So well done, everyone.
2: Well, yeah, well they're sort of relatively new tram lines, <laughs> I reckon. And I think we're going to extend them all the way down to the airport for those who are going to come to the uh, future Gold Coast 500s and or the Olympics and or wherever. You can get straight on a tram. You can go straight up to Surface Paradise and all the hospital at... <laughs> Southport, if you wish. Yeah, usually is
5: that is that where you end up after surface Paradox? <laughs> up the
2: surface, you do whatever you do in surface, and then you head north to the hospital. hospital? Yeah, yeah. Gold Coast is brilliant. Like Escapey says, "It's schoolies
4: for adults."
2: Oh come yeah, on, Yeah, where Marco? did you get that from, Matty?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I, look, I've had a number of text messages and/or emails and/or you know Facebook Messenger messages about that. You know what? It's such a good line. Schoolies for adults is such a good line. I'm going to let Mark Scaife have it. He can use it when he likes.
4: I was listening to the You're show soft.
2: without an invoice. You've changed.
4: <laughs> Maddie. I was listening to the show last week in the car and I was laughing out loud. And my takeaway from that is Mark Scaife is never, ever coming on this show. No, no, no. No, not well. No. No, Mark
2: Scaife <laughs> is welcome at any time. He's in the fence. The, <laughs> both of the
1: are in the fence. They're all in the
4: fence. <laughs> it was the biggest drive-by of all time. It, wh- yeah.
2: Why am I getting blamed on the drive-by? It was all Johnson. Right. The to the I just refused to pay invoices to our guests and to, to make sure that the record is absolutely correct. In our very first show, we tried to get Mark Scaife. This was six or seven years ago, whenever it was. And there was a, I would like to, and this is my uh, interview rate. And, and there it was, wasn't in the hundreds. There was many it zeros. Everywhere here, boys. Spot fires so, all over the place. That's yeah. exactly right. There are spot fires. So simply, we don't we, we refuse to pay anyone. Now, seven years down the track, we've had everyone. We've had everyone from supercars to we've had people from Formula One. We've had people from IndyCar. We've had NASCAR, all this sorts of stuff. And if Mark Scaife would love to come on our show, show Mark, the invitation is always open.
4: Got to get Danny Rick.
2: Got to get Danny Rick, uh, as Mrs. Max screams out from the audience, yes, Danny Rick. Mate, uh, imagine, Look out, they're all doing it. Imagine what she'd do if we got George Russell. Oh, my goodness. There would be clean up in aisle five <laughs> if uh, George Russell was here. Let me give you the strong tip. Not to mention that also, the Ow. little Max. The little Max love... Georgie e. Russell too. I don't know what it is about George Russell. I don't think he's that good looking. Your little Mac loves um, Danny Rick. She does love Danny Rick. You were very, you were kind enough to make sure Danny said hello to her uh, earlier on in the year, which I will publicly thank you for that. That made her year. But I think uh, um, Danny Rick and um, I, just on Danny Rick, we're going to talk Can we talk, Nimsy, I know it's on the run Can we talk Formula One for a sec? Uh,
0: right, we, we, so we can if you want. Just, just a moment. <laughs> Do it properly.
2: Yeah, gotta do it, uh, mate. Stand up. Everyone around the world. How much are we gonna miss Danny Rick in Formula One next year? For absolutely nothing that he does on circuit, but for everything that he does off circuit.
5: He's a, he's very good for Formula One, isn't he? He's he is. very good for teams, he's very good for the he's very good for all the PR people, you know, and the networks and everything. And I think everyone loves him because he just he's just him. he, he has a joke around, he's not too stale, he's he doesn't do the normal tother the Formula One line. He does, you know, he does a great job at promoting himself, but also promoting whoever
4: he's with. It's so, interesting to see yeah. if he if he steps into a commentary role or a special comments role. I mean, it's sort of that's what you do when you retire. But the interesting thing is, <laughs> I don't know
2: if he's retiring. <laughs> no, that's what I
4: mean. It's, I'm saying he wouldn't do it now because he hasn't retired yet. He's coming yeah. back ideally, yeah. If he can get a good enough team. I don't know about the reserve driver for Mercedes. I mean, that's sort of been muted a bit, and you guys were talking about it last week, but. It just doesn't feel like it's going to happen to me. No, I think, he, I think he's actually...
2: I think if you look at where he could go and what he could do, I'm not sure he wants to go to Haas for whatever reason. I don't know why. It's the last remaining race seat for him. Um, I'm hearing bits and pieces, and I know they even talked about it on air in the US the other day. We think he might be going back to Red Bull as a reserve driver. So um, I think it's, it's all very clear that he made a mistake leaving Red Bull all those years ago. Um, and he's not not made some great decisions in his career in recent times, but I think he might be going. Well, back to Well, his bank balance
5: would contest to that.
4: Yeah, but his results wouldn't. <laughs> no, correct. Yeah. See, I'd sit so. out. I'd sit out next year from working at Kubota for that kind of coin. No, for problem. twenty-three million. <laughs> yeah,
2: you'd take a pay cut to I sit would, out. I would yeah? Would you would, really? No, I'd have okay. to give it some. Good for you.
4: Twenty-three well, mil. Well, oh. Christian said he didn't want him to go, and offered gave him a fantastic offer to stay, and he yeah. made the mistake. Or, yeah, in hindsight. Of, ta- of, of changing teams, not to say he wasn't the second banana anymore, but well, think, but to that's see where the problem,
2: Al. I think he is the second banana, and quite frankly, in Formula One right now, except for maybe Lewis Hamilton, everyone's a second banana to Stappen. I mean, everyone's a second banana. It doesn't matter who you are and what team you are. Now we couldn't see it back then. Maybe, we, maybe he could see it back then. Maybe he didn't want to be Perez. Maybe he didn't want to be Alex Albon. Maybe
4: he didn't want to be any of those guys that have suffered at the second seat at Red Bull. So, But when you say suffer, I mean, they're getting a massive amount of money. They're, they're, they're driving on the world stage at the premier yeah. event category in the world. Yeah. So even if you're the second driver, is it really second place? It,
2: the, the funny thing is we all work our careers to get into motorsport, to get to a, 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 a seat where we're paid full time. That's what you want, right? When you get into Formula One world, you're getting paid... 5, 10, 15, 20, as we've seen with Danny Rick, 23, 24 million. Money, money doesn't come into the equation anymore. You have to be very clear on what your market value is, but these guys don't drive for the money because, you know, once you got 100 million in the bank, how hard is it? How hard is life going to be? You're going to be fine, right? Um, what you want to be is in a competitive car. And so I get the feeling that, that maybe that's where the harsh thing is coming out because he you knows they're diabolically inconsistent. Um, and I just think he wants to race. I think he possibly race for free.
0: Well, um, as we all know, he's got three races left with McLaren, and uh, after he's obviously replaced with uh, Oscar Piastri for next season, that leaves him with a rather questionable future. But it is interesting that you do mention, um, you know, what happened at the Grand Prix, because it's you talk about a weekend to forget. The USGP was just awful for Danny Rick. Another shocker, Nimsy, and I... You know, I keep
2: saying this, that one of the questions that everyone keeps asking me, um, apart from property, what's happening in the property market, um, everyone says, what's Danny? What's wrong with Danny Rick? Why is the car so bad with Danny Rick, this, that and the other thing? How bad is it with Danny Rick leaving? Do you reckon Danny Rick's sad? No, Danny Rick is not sad. Would you, You've been in teams, Stevie J, that at times may have been underperforming. It's frustrating, isn't
5: it? It is. It is frustrating. But um He didn't want to be there want to be there he doesn't would you want to be there? especially from where he has been yeah you know and 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 that that role at Red Bull I don't think he was really second there either you know I just think that it was a it was a head-to-head race with um, with obviously max and 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 he's up until this point he's been always been the fastest in the team Yeah. Um, I believe you yeah. know but but consistent whatever yeah. for whatever reason he can't get the performance out of himself or his car at McLaren Lando clearly does whether that's a team thing and a car thing or a uh, that side of the garage thing compared to you know car 3 I don't know what it is but it's um, broken,
4: he's broken. <laughs> he hasn't forgotten how to drive has no, he, he he's wake up not the next day and, how to drive. Drive. and that's 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 the thing that
2: I think everyone needs to remember with Danny Rick. He hasn't forgotten how to drive, and he's not 50 years of age. He could easily come back. It's just that for whatever reason... He's 33. 33. So. That car, that McLaren, I don't think it's the team. I don't think it's the engineers. I don't think it's Zach. I don't think it's anything. For whatever reason, he hasn't gelled with that car. Let's remember he's the only guy in on that team that's won a race for them. Very true. In recent times. In recent times. But you've, they're, they're, it's absolutely clear within McLaren that Lando's their guy. He's their number one, and he's going to be their number one for the foreseeable future. So whoever, it would be interesting, one thing I am looking forward to next year, even though I don't like the way it went down, I am looking forward to seeing how Oscar Piastri goes. Because if he gets in there and starts spanking Lando, boy, boy, is that a top-line media mm. explosion.
4: McLaren's the team that, you, McLaren's a team that you really want to do well. I mean, this is the sort of team underdog that you want to do well. Because they've got such a fantastic heritage, you know, all the way back to the New Zealand days,
0: and yeah, it's just a really good team.
4: What would be the football team, Nimsy? What would be the AFL equivalent
2: of McLaren?
0: Of McLaren, probably. Yeah. Let's see, maybe. Western Bulldogs? No, nah, because they've had success. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's <a True>. <laughs> Hang on, in recent times, <laughs> Essendon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Actually, no. Essendon would probably be a good one because they've Would got, Essendon be McLaren? I'd say so because you know oh, they've got a great, geez. they've got a great fan base. They've tasted a lot of success in the past. Yeah. Very passionate supporter base, and try to be throwing everything at the, ki- including the kitchen sink, trying yeah. to get things right. So, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I... With the exception of peptides. Well, there's that. <laughs> there's <is> that. <laughs> you had to go
2: down the Asada Awada. Total bullshit. It's bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> well,
5: All right,
0: can't add gym gym. much more to that. Well, we can't add much more to that, Larko. So we'll take a quick pause for the cause and be back with more because we're getting a couple of questions about the Supercars calendar. We'll touch on that in just a moment Uh-oh. here on the driver's seat. Rock, 98 1116 is the number if you'd like to get in touch. Back with more of the driver's seat live. From the Star on the Gold Coast.
1: Live from the Star Casino on the Gold Coast, this is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldon and Stephen Johnson for Kubota, shaping and building Australia together.
0: Well, we need to get the uh, the audience in every single Outstanding. week here. double um, three 98 1116 is the number if you'd like to get in touch on the driver's seat. Keep
3: your tick's messages
0: coming in. Thank you very much, Frank, and Fakatani in New Zealand. Where are you um, from? Uh, Fakatani in New Zealand. Um, just wanted to make sure. <laughs> also, <laughs> uh, one of our great listeners, Kimbo from Bayswater, thanks for the giggle, Nimsy, hey, with, with playing the It's broken! <laughs> it's broken! It's broken! <laughs> <laughs> is that new? I haven't heard that one before. That is a it's new one. Uh, it, right it's on. It's added to the the, the favourites like this one. Into the wall for Matt McKeldin. <laughs> <laughs>
5: my
4: favourite part of the week. How good
5: is that? <laughs>
4: can you. can Dimsey,
5: can, s- can you send me that sound grab? I'm going to set it up as my phone <laughs> ring when Matt rings me.
2: Can you do me a favour? Can you scope through 17 years of supercars footage and find out the Stevie Johnson. It won't take you that long and it won't be that hard, Nimsy. There's quite a few there featuring one S
0: Johnson. Nah, there's none.
5: Steve Johnson does the business.
0: (laughs) That's the one. 04 double three 98 11 is the number. Uh, tell Brad the wet-and-forget car got more coverage than any other car at Bathurst. Good value for the sponsors, being in every sand trap on the track. I would and have bought some on the weekend, says Tony.
5: Also also that it was quite wet there at the weekend, so it was probably the, the perfect side sponsor for that, that particular day. Um,
0: there was another one. Uh, a return of the Sandown 500. Never thought that was on the cards. It's definitely needed. Um, yep. And one more two. A round between Enduro sounds interesting. Personally, don't see anything wrong with that to make an effective calendar, especially if it means some action in New Zealand as well.
2: Yeah. Look, and I think we're going to go to New Zealand, Steve. I think it's a market that's too important for us not to. We've got we've got a really good uh, a really good circuit in Hampton Downs there that that's owned by um, Tony, Tony Quinn and. I don't see there's a reason why we wouldn't go there. I know that they're talking about funding and government funding and all that kind of stuff. It'll get worked out in the wash. We need to be in New Zealand, even with with uh, Malcolm here. All who, with Kubota's over there, a over, big presence now. Yeah, we look after that um, over there, and I know you spend a bit of Mal- time over there, Malcolm. New Zealand is a is a different market, but the the passion for supercars in New Zealand is enormous, isn't
4: it? Well, if you look at the last few champions, there have all been New Zealand drivers. Yeah, we
2: can't get rid of the bloody things. <laughs> they, they
4: do particularly well, but I can tell you from from our group of dealers over there, they absolutely love it. I mean, we had a, a corporate event, unfortunately I couldn't go to it this year, but they just absolutely loved it, and we got massive value for it. Yep. It rates really well over there, and um, if sponsors actually leverage their sponsorships and don't just turn up and... Let the cars go around with their brand on it, and actually run some promotions and, uh, and build some brand equity on it. On the back of it, they'll do really well. So I, I think that supercars should definitely go there. Also, also build some,
5: um, you know, like with within the business, you know, some, some pers- like, you know, things for them to want to be able to achieve and win. And you know, like you know, you, you do a lot of those sort of things with whether that be obviously customers or whether that be dealers. Um, you know, you hit certain targets and. Let's go for a trip to Darwin Supercars or whatever it might be. They, they, it really gets them geed up to do more work, which in turn helps you in, in the end.
4: And yep. it's interesting from a sponsor's perspective is that um, it's really aligned with our target market. So we have football, we have the rugby, and we have supercars. And it's just even today I was having a, a, a planning session for next year with the New Zealand guys, and that was the first thing they said can we do more supercars sponsorship? Can we get the brand on the car? Yeah. And, I mean, if you just look at the amount of punters that turned up at Bathurst in the terrible conditions, I mean, it was... It was horrible. Wetter than a Nodder's pocket up there. And, um, <laughs> I mean, there was just people everywhere, right? And you go, what a turnout. And then, as we saw with the, the ratings, and I was looking at the ratings, it outperformed, um, you know, the, the grand finals. And you yeah. think, and this Run is the like a six, six seven-hour um, event. And, okay, probably spiked at the first hour and the last hour, but... Man, the coverage was fantastic.
2: Um, Nimsy, we've got to talk calendar.
4: Mm-hmm. Let's
2: talk calendar because we, we sort of touched on it with Brad there just a little bit. Um, still hasn't been announced. We're hoping that it was going to be announced this weekend. Hasn't been announced. Uh, will probably be announced uh, in the coming weeks, you would imagine, before Adelaide's DVJ. Um, a couple of our text messages have alluded to this. No Winton, it looks like. That's right. Now, I re- did I... If I roll back the, uh, the audio tapes, Nimsy, I think you said Winton was a lock. Winton was always going to happen. Had to have... Did I say that? I think you did. I, was, it, was it me and Tassie? I thought Tassie might have been a miss. Maybe you were saying that Tassie was a lock. No, I think Stevie J... You said Tassie was a lock, and I think, Nimsy, you thought that... Uh, well, there's three Wynton people on been...
0: this show, and you've just said all three of us have said <laughs> yeah. it.
2: <so>. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, I said Tazzy, What did you think was going to go, Stevie J? You thought you thought the bend, maybe? The bend, yeah. yeah. And I think you thought Winton, Nimsy. So, Nimsy, hmm. I think you get the prize. Uh, hey. No Winton next year. And I, th- and I think that's really upset a bunch of people, particularly our Border fans. Well, well the, it's such a big event for
5: them that, you know, they, there's not too many events now where you can go and camp literally right on the fence line of certain parts of tracks. Uh, Bathurst, obviously, is one of them. Yeah. Winton's one of them. And, and a lot of people go there to camp. They camp on the old back straight where it turns onto the new back straight. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a very popular regional track that has been on the calendar for as long as I can remember. Isn't and, it, wasn't um, the
0: first Australian Touring Car Championship round held there?
5: Yeah, yeah. Well, whether it was actually there or, or was part of the championship there, but mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. And it was obviously a shorter version of that track. But it's been—I mean, it, it, it's famous for old Tony Longhurst and Paul Morris punching on, you know, <laughs> down the front straight. There's been my old man called it, you know, like he was running a marathon around your clothesline in the Sierra That's until right. they extended it. That's right. And um, and then he just said it's like two clotheslines. But um, <laughs> um, but but in the end, it's it's I enjoy it. You know, I love the track. Um, it, it always produces good racing. It always turns out different winners. I mean, BJR, like they won their Slady won there in a BJR Smash car. Them. Yep. You know, so, I mean, it, it does bring in different winners and it also, it, it, it's always got some sort of surprise. I mean, Heimgarten was on the podium there. So, you know, it's a real shame that those, I don't want those regional tracks to disappear for, you know, whether that be more street circuits or whatever, because we still got to support the, the tracks that are the permanent facility tracks around the country, because if we keep going to more and more and more street races, they're very cool and they're very exciting, but we're going to have no tracks. I mean, look look at Wakefield Park. Yeah, you know Wakefield I mean? that's a great example. That's the same. It's, um, it's, 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 we need those tracks, because how else are we going to have our young guys and our young talent coming up through the ranks? You can't just put them on a street circuit any day of the week and go running. Now,
0: you Andrew Van Leeuwen Van went and pointed out, actually, that, you know, it's interesting the stuff that's left off the calendar, because it's all the permanent circuits. So Winton isn't on there. Yep. Queensland Raceway, not on there. Um, yep. Phillip Island, you know. Phillip Island, yeah. Which you've seen has some great racing too. Like all these great tracks have just been binned. So
2: the skeptic in me, Nimsy, um, and Malcolm, you could probably talk a little more on this, is that all these circuits are awesome as drivers, but not necessarily uh, as punters to go to. Having said that, QR, you can see everything and and you can with Winton. So maybe it's just a a, 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 a Phillip Island thing. The reality of our business, Nimsy, you've got to take the racing to the people. Hence Newcastle, hence Townsville, hence Gold Coast, hence Adelaide. You've got to take the racing to the people if you expect your fans to travel to somewhere like Phillip Island or Winton and you don't put on a super mega show, and I've been pretty critical about the show that we've been putting on the last couple of years, you've got to take the racing to the people, Malcolm, and that's why these regional circuits perhaps aren't going to get another go. Well, so, Winton's
4: a little bit out of the way. Like, there's it's nowhere close. Bit. Phillip Island's closer, and Phillip Island's got awesome um, corporate hospitality suites. It's got plenty of parking. There's great stuff to do on the island. A little harder. Um, at Winton, you know, it's a bit of a donkey track as well, you know, it's a bit yeah. harder to get around. Yeah. Um, and I think it's about um, really what, where can you offer the value and the street circuits are really doing that at the moment. Yeah. And you look at, like I said, I just mentioned about Bathurst, the number of people that turned up there and, and I mean, gee, see, it's amazing, isn't it? Just and the amount of people that's going to be here and yeah. uh, having a great time. Yeah. And it's about what you can do after the events as well.
2: Oh, uh, and, and look, yeah, I- exactly right. And so... When you come to the Gold Coast 500 here, Stevie J, we laughed at it. Schoolies for adults, but restaurants and bars and the casino, and you can. There's a million things you can do at Winton. Where do you go? what goes off in Benalla, Wangaratta?
0: Raw yeah, prawns. I don't know. That's matters. what. It is. Um,
2: Now, (laughs) there's uh, that dump button that we need, the five-second dump button right there. um, uh, we got a text
0: that basically sums it up quite well. Is 12 events enough to meet the growing demand for supercars? Record crowds, record viewership. Seems as though we need 13, perhaps even 14 events to meet demand, even if it increases costs for teams. That's from Zach in Canberra. But, uh, look, we've got a flurry of texts coming in, and there's plenty more calendars. We've got plenty more calendars to get through as well. Uh, we'll take a quick pause for the cause, though, on the driver's seat as we do it live from the Star on the Gold Coast. Back with more
1: right after this. Live from the Star Casino on the Gold Coast, this is the driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota, shaping and building Australia together. <laughs>
0: And welcome back to The Driver's Seat. As always, we do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia together. We are live from the star on the Gold Coast. Looking sharp
2: in our ringer's western gear too. -er, Ringer's western. I said ringer's western. You said winger's western. Well, that's because I had brain surgery. So sometimes (laughs) it comes out with W's instead of R's. You... You know what doesn't come out with, <laughs> a, with a, car? a W or an R? You <laughs>
0: bastard. Uh, <laughs> anything <laughs> left in there, Matty? <laughs> now, we were talking about calendars, and one, of the, one of the anomalies of the supercars calendar for 2023, well, the rumoured one at least, is there's going to be a gap between the Sandown 500, mm. which is going to come back, and the Bathurst 1000. And that is because the Speed Series 2023 calendar has been announced. Seven rounds starts off in Tasmania in February 24th to 26th at Simmons Plains. Then Mm -hmm. we go to the 6 hour at Bathurst on April 7th to 9th. Round 3 is a Victorian TBC round, 26th to 28th. Round 4 SMP, June 23rd to 25th. Queensland Raceway is round 5. Sandown is round 6 on September 15th and 17th before wrapping up at the Super Cheap Auto Bathurst International on November 10th. So a bit of a clash of dates there. Not a bad calendar, calendar
2: there. Yeah, good calendar.
0: Good places,
2: um, uh, you know, particularly starting off in Tassie. That's always a fun weekend down there. Um, and two trips to Bathurst. Mm. You can never you, – you, it's a, it's a, you're racing in a good series when you get a chance to race at the mountain twice, I reckon. Stevie J? It's a, and
5: it's a – you know, I think people want to go to Bathurst as a bucket list race. And, you know, some people, some people go right through the Motorsport Australia – System just to get their license. Whether they race a Hyundai Excel, it doesn't matter. Um, Just to go to Bathurst for 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 one race, but um, luckily some of these guys get together twice. um, And uh, you know, I think it's a good mix. You know that the Bathurst International is not part of the uh, Trans Am Championship at the end of this year, but they've made it in part of the championship for next year, which I think is very cool.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And we've got the international coming up too. Far. Are you? Because touring car masters are there, aren't yep. they? Are yep. you? Uh, yep, I'll be there. You are gonna be there? I'll be there in the big green Mustang. Correct. Right, Correct. Very good. I'll be there, and, we'll, then, will and then my racing. race car. Well, that's the week before
5: Winton. Correct. That's the so, week before Winton, well, and then I race at Adelaide at the end of the year.
2: Um, uh, my race car gonna be fixed during
3: Winton? I don't
2: well, know. I'll Winton. be How away, weeks? mate. Hey. How long till Winton? Uh What? Three weeks? Four weeks. Four weeks. weeks. <laughs> On the topic four of four weeks, Ben Leeds and Jet Johnson, you better start swinging off the spanners and get my car fixed. On the topic of well, don't young you laugh, Anthony Grant, out there in the audience, you uh, you're going to be working it Matt too, is, mate. Matt is engineer, uh, uh, my award-winning engineer. <laughs> on my, the my, my <laughs> yes. wa- uh, Anthony with Matt Cripps, my two engineers, trophies over here with TG. Hey, that was good. On debut, we got a we got a. Uh, we got a trophy. We got a trophy. In my foot. My debut for uh, Team Johnson. Team Johnson. Running. That's it. Factory driver. <laughs> Factory driver now, for Team Johnson. Now moving <laughs> back. To, a moving
0: back to young Jet here. Will he also be at the Bathurst International in the Napa Auto Parts Ford Mustang? No, he, no. he won't.
2: He's fixing my
5: car. <laughs> <laughs> no, he won't because he's racing the weekend directly after Winton to hopefully try to take out the TA2 Championship. So we don't want to go to Bathurst. Risk it and not make Winton the next weekend. Hey, yeah.
2: Nimsy, given the fact that we're talking about the Speed Series, um, mm. are we allowed to talk about Nathan Hearn now? Yeah, we, I know we it's, can. Yeah, can. We can? That's cool. Hey, Nathan Hearn through... I know this sounds like we're all talking about TA2 because I drive one and jet drive... But it, that's not the case. But... but <laughs> Every time. Um, Nathan Hearn, who is both a TA2 Australia champion and Trans Am champion... One of the prizes you get for winning TA2 in the past, I'm not sure it's in play now, but gets to go to America and race with the American TA2 boys and girls over there. What a massive prize. What a step up. It's
5: very cool. It's a very good... And he's racing at Circuit of the Americas
2: where F1 just was. How good. How good. So, um, and I've got it on good authority, I can say. This is a little bit of a a Stevie Scoop, a little bit of a... um, off track update. Mm-hmm. I can I've got it on very good authority that there are two T A two teams in the United States currently fighting over trying to sign Nathan Hearn.
0: Nathan <laughs> Wow.
2: <laughs> 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 Where'd that one come from, Nimsey? <laughs> uh, so, so Nathan Hearn, T A two doing great things. Uh, so do you think he might be there next year? Well he could be. He very well could be. I think if he goes if he goes over there and hits everything but the safety car, probably not. But if he goes over there and has a really, really good go, and if you look historically at the guys that have gone over there and done this, Ash Jarvis, Russell Wright, they were super competitive with the American guys. Nathan's probably one step ahead of both of those guys with respect, so he could absolutely build a career now off the back of competing in TA2 Australia, Mm -hmm. um, and he could go to the US and have a career over there. It's massive. It's massive for TA2 and everything that they do over there and do here that we can have an export over there. It's Eric. brilliant. Pete how, Robinson, he's
4: Is he still only about 19?
2: Yeah, I reckon he'd be 19. Yep. Plenty, yeah, of, yep. Time, plenty of time. If you can't get a super licence in Australia, run TA2 and go to the US.
0: Well, best of luck to Nathan. I don't Nathan.
2: think I'll be going there, but anyway.
0: Best of luck to Nathan Hearn there, but uh, we've got to talk about, speaking of team signing teams, a lot of movement has been happening in the paddock where the worst kept secret in supercars was confirmed at Premier Racing. <laughs> we'll touch on that next here on the driver's seat. As always, we do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. It's the driver's seat live from the Gold Coast at the fabulous Star Casino.
1: Live from the Star Casino on the Gold Coast, this is the driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota, shaping and building Australia together.
0: For those playing at home, uh, we're live at the Star Casino on yeah, the well, Gold Coast. There it goes, <laughs>
2: hey, Nimsy. And know how we often. Hang on, we hang on, often... Wait, wait
0: a second, Maddie. Wait a second. Um, I just happened to watch on the screen. All of a sudden, yeah. I saw the boys cheering in great sort of uh, <laughs> because we're celebrating. Because all I could all I could hear was basically this is what happened. As Steve when, <laughs> somehow managed to
5: launch. <laughs> yeah, I did. I launched a chip. 20 feet. Yeah, about 20 feet. It would have been across to Mrs. Johnson. Yeah. And it landed perfectly in her wine glass. It was a
2: full full spec Tiger Woods moment. We almost went right back. I don't know if I want
5: to emulate Tiger Woods just quietly, but. Not on that. (laughs) She's not going to chase me and hit me with a golf club, (laughs) hopefully.
2: (laughs) We almost high-fived everybody in the crowd. She's holding up the wine glass. Good on you. (laughs) Outstanding work. (laughs) That was now, we've, so got to,
0: we've got to quickly get to uh, what's been happening at Premier Racing because uh, last week we found out that Chris Pitha would not be returning to Premier Racing to drive yeah, the yeah. Coke Commodore. Say to my little friend. Hey.
2: <laughs> That's, of course, the cola variety. That's right. Even yep. when we're here on the Gold Coast, it's not the cane variety. It is mm. the cola variety. Yeah,
0: but Tim Slade is officially confirmed at Premier Racing for 2023. Um, he will I, race in the oh. Camaro. Yep. Sorry, Nimzy, I was just going to say how. How's there the, the press shot
5: that they sent out of Tim Slade? Like, could have they not used it's something like better than shot. a Nokia blue screen yeah. <laughs> yeah. phone to I take know. it? Like, wasn't it horrible? It Did was almost yeah. it sorry,
2: yeah. almost like taking a photo with Mrs. Max phone, which is like an iPhone 9. Yeah. Like, shocker. With fingerprint smudges all over the screen. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. So that was, yeah, no, that wasn't, it wasn't the slickest of it PR was releases. But do you think that was because we all knew? Oh, I don't know, but We've it was all still bad. We've been talking about it. Was it was still bad. He Maybe could have bad. worn a hat, yeah, too. Yeah. It was not so, ideal, but we, we know that Chris is gone. We know that Slady's in there. And here's the interesting thing, and I, I might be wrong, Malcolm and Steve. There was the Subway new livery launch. Subway uh, in And it wasn't the normal driver, uh, Gary. It was, uh course, There, Thank you. Uh, I saw a post by Bieber saying, "Awesome new livery, and now excited for 2023." And it was there for a, <laughs> And it was there for about two minutes, and then it went. And then it went. Don't so cut me off, mate. Oh, I think Jimmy Golding is signed. Yeah, I think he's absolutely signed. I think he put it out there. I think he got an immediate slap on the wrist, and oh my god, that was it. and then it's. Come off. So yeah. I think Bieber has signed. I think he I think did he a signed. massive fou par putting it up, didn't he? Just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, just a little bit. A little bit premature, Beebs was. A little <laughs> bit premature, Beebs. So I think that, look, <laughs> the, the subway livery looks awesome. Um, boys, it's got palm trees and surfers and, and it's Gold Coast. Has it got any strippers on it? I don't know. Maybe the meter, maids. Maybe. Uh,
0: you'll, you, you'll have to ask uh, SS Media for the other um, livery test designs that were done. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's all very, very now, Gold Coast centric. Now, this, cool.
0: this uh, asks one last question. Who is going to Matt Stone Racing the final free seat on the grid for 2023?
2: I think it's Declan Fraser. Declan? Yep. Yeah, I know you saw him there at the mm. workshop weeks ago, and then there was a whole concerted effort to say, oh, it might not be. I think it's him. Mm. Yeah, I think it's him. I could be wrong, but I think it's him.
5: <laughs> it's hard. I mean, we were both speaking here about, and, and it was, not, not that I want to go back to F1, but Jensen Button was talking, we were talking to Danny Ricci earlier, and Jensen Button saying, I don't get it, I don't understand why he doesn't, he's not, doesn't want to race at Haas. Being there in a team that's down the ranks a bit is going to be better than being a test driver and forgotten, I get that. Yeah. But I don't know, it's going to be, it's going to be a tough slot for Declan Fraser to impress. And um, MS Harker, although at times this year they have been quite good. Yeah. But it's going to be interesting to see then again how Todd Hazelwood goes down
2: at Blanchard Racing Team as well. So there's, uh, there's yeah. a fair bit there to, to look at for next year. And that's yep. not even to talk about the Peter Adderton having a crack at a racing... Tender,
5: oh, jada, yeah. yeah. Zach. Um, he's only going to race remote
4: control cars next year. <laughs> oh. <Seriously. laughs> now, Tell now your story, walking, Pete. Now, well,
0: yeah, we'll. Uh, well I, was, I was meant to ask Brad Jones about that too, yeah. but I didn't. Well, we'll uh, we'll take a quick break and be back to wrap all, wrap it all. Big up. announcement we've, after the break, uh, MZ, Big announcement. We've got one more. Speaking of premature, uh, we have got <laughs> one more text coming through from Zach in Canberra. I recall Nathan Hearn having a test in the Coca Cola Premier Commodore a few months back. He did. Was yep. anything going to realistically come from that test, or was that merely oh. an evaluation? Regardless, oh, just, I'm just glad to, Hang
2: on, let us let, finish. Nancy. I can hear the music coming up in the background. I know, Sorry. and
0: if you stopped talking, I wouldn't put it on there. <laughs> uh, regardless, I'm glad to see him get a shot stateside. Hopefully, he gets the opportunities to prove himself, seeing as those supercars never gave him that chance. So, well said, Zach, and uh, hopefully... As we said, we wish him all the best, but we'll take a quick pause for the course. Back with our final break right here on the
1: driver's seat. Live from the Star Casino on the Gold Coast, this is the driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota, shaping and building Australia together.
0: It is the driver's seat live from the Star Casino on the Gold Coast. And uh, before we wrap things up, just a quick thank you to the Star uh, and all the staff for putting us up. What a wonderful little spread there is there. It is a big dose of FOMO here at Driver's Seat HQ, (laughs) I can tell you that. Uh, So well done to the entire team up there. Also, a big thank you to uh, our backroom staff at SENQ in SEN Queensland, led by Jason Matthews. He's done a tremendous job there. And also a big, big thanks to Steve Exton, our tech, who got this all set up and up and running and did all the Good tests the and staff. everything like that. So big ups to Steve there. Big thank you to everyone. And thank you to everyone that made the effort to come on down and check us out uh, at the driver's seat in our official second live show, including you, Malcolm, because I know you are going to be jumping on a plane again and heading home very soon. Very soon, yes.
4: <laughs> yeah. It was worth it, though. In yeah, <laughs> so we appreciate
0: you um, as, and all your support in the last six years that you've done with our program. And a big thank you to Brad Jones as well. But yes, now that we have just a couple of minutes left before we have to wrap up, uh, Maddie, do you want to announce anything?
2: Well, thanks for the lead-in there, Nimzy. So, uh, the final round of TA2. <laughs> What's with the music? <laughs> all I can say is this. Yep. <laughs> uh, over the last six months, the AU Falcon has become a staple of our show. It's an AU Falcon! There we go. <laughs> and what is better, Stevie J, than a Johnson and an AU Falcon? Nothing. Nothing's better than that. So, on the final weekend of the, uh, the TA2 Championship at the AMRS Round at Winton, which I think is the 18th, 19th, 20th of November, Steve Johnson. Steve Johnson and I will be pairing up. All the the wives are looking for this news. Uh, Steve Johnson and I will be pairing up in an AU Falcon, and we are going to drive in the Winton 300, thanks to our great mate at Lanham Ford, the best Ford dealer in Western New South Wales. Have you,
1: have you, have you? (laughs)
2: So we will be driving a Ford, uh, Stevie J. Uh, Stewie Lanham is in receipt of the final AU Falcon Ford Motorsport factory-produced six-cylinder XR6. It was built for the Targa Tasmania uh, event. It had one run. And then it's been put was in a it, garage. It was under Howard Marsden. It was under Howard Marsden absolutely. leadership. Yep, which yep. is very cool. So uh, my engineer Matt Cripps has had a look over. It says it's absolutely cherry ripe. And you and I, She's are going to have to put a big seat in it. You and I <laughs> are, uh, are going to be driver and co-driver at the Winton Three Hundred thanks to Lanham Ford. Well, I hope you can do 295 Ks, mate, because I'll do a couple of laps <laughs> and I'm going to hand it over. Boy, Steve,
4: yeah, are you going to let the B driver start the race? Yeah, exa- might, exa- exa- might. yeah exactly <laughs> right.
2: Nimsy, you're, your head's going to be on the bonnet. We will have the Malteser right there front and centre. That's right. You actually have to make sure you come down. Come and meet Steve. Come and meet Jet. We'll all be there. Nimsy as well. 18th, 19th, 20th of November at the Winton 300 Winton Victoria. It'll be, be good lo- fun.
0: It'll be so much fun. But that about wraps up Another big addition of the driver's seat. A big thank you to everyone for coming out. Thank you to everyone for listening wherever you were around the country and being a part of the program. Enjoy the Gold Coast 600. We'll be back. 500. That's right. 500. 500. It's 500.